0: hey family listen if you're like me life gets crazy and hectic and sometimes our body needs a little extra love for years i've been using something that has been a game changer for me as well as recommending it to my clients i'd like to introduce you to vital body it is packed with 37 fruits and vegetables 19 herbs and spices prebiotics 15 strands of probiotics 21 different enzymes, and I'm telling you what, you get 100% of your daily dose of 21 vitamins and minerals straight from nature. This product contains no GMOs, and it is vegan-friendly. And here's the best thing, there are no artificial flavors. (laughs) So if you're ready to kick off your vitality journey, and you wanna feel better daily, and if you're like me, you want a little extra sleep, throughout the night, head on over to vitalbody.com backslash Monica. And because you remember the Black Women Amplified family, they are graciously giving us an extra 20% off of our order. Just use the code MONICA20. Get prepared. I can't wait for you to try it. Head on over to vitalbody.com backslash Monica and start your vitality journey today. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Black Women Amplified, the podcast. Your host, Monica Wisdom Tyson, brings you downloadable conversations that matter to women around the globe. We discuss all things black girl magic, amplify our voices, and transform our challenges into triumphs. Monica calls on her league of extraordinary women to push our boundaries, share their expertise, and stories of personal transformation. Welcome your host of Black Women Amplified, Monica Wisdom Tyson. Hey, Black Women Amplified family. It is your girl, Monica Wisdom, and I am so excited to be with you today. Today, we're going to talk all about all things self-care. This is what this season is about, and I wanted to come and give a Overview and take deep dives here and there on why I feel self care is so important and how we have to look at it in a whole new way. But before we get into that, I want to say thank you for rocking with us. We are almost at episode 80. We are almost at 10,000 downloads for the podcast, and we have reached across the world from Japan to South Africa to Brazil. Canada is in the house, Germany is in the house, London and Paris, y'all know how I love Paris, is in the house, and all across America from the Carolinas, Florida, California, Chicago, and my hometown, my homie, St. Louis. So thank you for rocking. Listen, St. Louis is a tough crowd. (laughs) So if y'all are rocking with me, I must be doing something right. (laughs) So just take the time and rate us and share us with five of your friends who y'all talk about self-care, you talk about all the things and make sure you check out our previous interviews. This season, we have some great conversations about pleasure, about food, about starting your own business that's outside of the norm and several conversations, the power of saying no. And today we're gonna talk about self-care. Why self-care? Why this season? I have mentioned it several times When I was studying with Cornell University this summer, I had the opportunity to look up Black women on the web and found out that there was very little research about us. And I found a disturbing article in the Yale School of Medicine that says Black women are not included in important tests or important studies because of weathering due to racism. I'm talking with my hands right now. So if you hear me tapping, that's what it is. But I'm real passionate about this subject. And when I found that article, and I've said it before, it just, was, it just stuck with me. You know, sometimes you hear something, it just sticks with you and you just can't let it go. I could not let it go. And I prayed about it and contemplated, what can I do? And since I'm at the stage in my life where I am reinventing myself and discovering new parts of myself. And I'm doing this podcast regularly. I said, one thing I can do is use my voice, use my experiences and bring people information from top people. Like when we're talking about food, we're talking to chef Nina Curtis, who is a world renowned plant-based vegan chef. Not only that, she used to have a spa in Beverly Hills where she used food as spa treatments so she is and she's a student of food she's a scholar of food and she's so deep in the game dr jill biden invited her to the white house to cook for a state dinner a historic moment and then we have annette freeman who talked about pleasure annette freeman was a television producer and documentarian and she worked for today's show and worked with katie couric and the whole crew over there covered stuff like Obama in the White House and aftermath of 9/11. So she's deep in the trenches of media and she has transformed her life. And as we, you know, we're getting into our Gen X area, people, we're not 50 like back in leave it to Beaver days, people are like what's next? And she answers that question and she figured out what was next for her. So her story is great to discover the arc of transitioning into something that you truly love. So that's a great story and then several other stories just throughout the three seasons of the podcast bring you women were talking about their full stories meaning from where they had their beginnings to where they are now and then some of the things they've been through along the way. So that's important. I'm a big advocate <laughs> of telling your story because me telling my story transformed everything for me when I finally told Someone I was dating, and I've talked about this in a previous episode, but I told somebody I was dating, who I dated for quite a while, who did not know my childhood. And if you know know me, you know my childhood was full of turmoil and trauma and abuse, and I hid it from him. How I was able to do that, I conditioned myself to separate who she was with who I am. But one day he said to me, I feel like I don't really know you. And when he said that, I was like, oh. But we're together. We talk like all the things. Then I had a reckoning with myself. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to live this life honestly, I have to be honest with the life that I lived. So I sat down and told him I was scared. I was crying. But I told him and I didn't tell him for fear that he would think, oh, my God, she's too much. She's crazy. She got too much going on. But what it did is it brought us closer than ever before when I told him my story It freed me from the guilt, from the shame, from the idea that nobody would love me if they knew who I was. So that was a part of my self care story. I have other ones. I have many other ones, but that's one that is coming. That's not even the one I meant to tell you all, but I'm telling you that. But to say that our stories are powerful and it is something that we should definitely share, especially when we live in a society that's trying to erase our history, rewrite our history, ban our books, erase us from the, out of desperation and fear, trying to erase us from the society, this society, American society, world society, so that it looks like somebody else created this and built this. And we know the truth. And we have stories in our families that need to be told. People always love the Skip Gates show show. Finding, I don't know what it's called, but it's the one where he goes through people's families and finds out about them and they learn their histories. Finding your roots. And so people have all these amazing stories that we've never heard of before. And we have generations that are leaving us and it's time that we share. That's why I love the the 50-year anniversary of hip-hop, because you've got all these hip-hop artists who've been in the game for 50 years, 40 years, who are finally getting to tell their stories. And that's why I watch documentaries all the time. I just watched American Symphony and, oh my gosh, the Nikki Giovanni. I can't remember the name of it, but her documentary. It's fantastic. And storytelling is a very important part of self-care. And that's the thing about self-care. Self-care, to me, is not just about having a day to yourself or a girl's day at the spa or having a drink somewhere to kiki it for black women. Because like I talked about this article, they don't include us in studies due to weathering and the fact that we get sicker. This has been studied. Now they don't study us, but they study to tell us that due to racism, it's causing serious Health problems. You know how when you go to the doctor and you don't feel well, and the doctors, and this is just my interpretation of it, so I'm gonna say allegedly, I'm just gonna say allegedly to this whole thing. But how you go to the doctor and you don't feel well, and the doctors, oh, you just, maybe you just need some water. Could be dehydrated, or, you know, it's in your head that we can't find anything wrong with you. According to Yale School of Medicine, they wouldn't know, they haven't studied us. (laughs) I don't know how much clearer I can make that. So I said, what am I going to do? Back to the original statement. And you know, I go all over the place when I'm talking. I talk in circles. I said, what can I do to counteract the realities that we're living in? And so what came up for me was, let's talk about self-care. So that's why I devoted season three to self-care, the season of you because I felt it was very important that we get information from experts so that we can be aware, one, of what's happening in the world, what's really going on, and two, different modalities for us to take care of ourselves. That's why when I talk to Vital Body, one of our power partners, they're giving us a 20% discount off of Vital Body. What is Vital Body? Vital Body is a scoop and it's eight servings of fruits, eight servings of vegetables, your minerals, all the things. I'm not going to do a commercial on it, but nutrition is very important. And it's not just eating right to diet. It's feeding our body really good foods. And that's what Chef Nina talked about in the episode about food. Go back and listen to it. Listen to it a couple of times. She dropped some really solid information. And it's not about getting skinny. It's about using food as self-care. So what do I mean when I say self-care? I really mean a lifestyle change, that we look at our lives. That's why I talk about self-discovery. We look at our lives and we figure out what's working and what's not working, what's causing us stress and what's bringing us joy. It's acting like an archaeologist of your own life. And you want to look at the landscape from beginning to where you are now and Just examine it. You just want to look at it. That's why I created the self-love journal so that you can take yourself on a self-discovery journey. But the reason it's important because it's about our well-being I remember when I was doing a show on, before I did the podcast, I was doing a talk show on Clubhouse. Remember when Clubhouse was the hottest thing during the shutdown? So with two three other podcasters, we did a weekly talk show on Mondays because, you know, I had to find something to do since I was in the house. But there was an episode on there. A lady came on. She was hidden. She worked for one of the biggest organizations in the country. And she said within the last few months, and it was pre- it was pre it was within the year before you know the shutdown so it had nothing to do with what was going on then but she said six women who were around 60 61 had just all crossed over they just like crossed over and it was freaking her out to the point she was like i'm getting my son i'm quitting my job and i'm out of here So we were talking to her, trying to talk her through it because she was in a panic mode. We were like, hey, just take a few weeks off, take a sabbatical and go somewhere where there's water and you can rest and then think so that you can have time and space to think. That's why I liked our conversation with Stephanie, who's co-founder of the Exodus Summit, Stephanie Perry. And she teaches Black women how to take sabbaticals and travel around the world and to do it in a you know in a way that's affordable because black women are tired we're tired like we're tired reach up and touch your shoulders are they as hard as a rock You know what I'm saying? Is your back stiff? Because we're carrying the weight of the world. And so go back and listen to that interview, that conversation with Stephanie Perry as well. She's got over 10,000 women that she is helping guide to move out of the United States of America because it is literally taking us out of here. And the Yale College of Medicine said, yep, racism. So putting ourselves in new environments, thinking about our lives differently, putting ourselves first. Those are, that's what it means for me when I say self-care. It's not just about going to get your nail, taking 45 minutes to go get your nails done or get your feet done, or just take a quick bath. It's really about taking care of yourself. And it is so important that we put our well-being first. And it en- encompasses taking care of your physical self, your emotional self, your mental self, and your spiritual self. Like I talked about doing morning rituals. That's taking care of whatever and whatever you believe. That's just taking 20 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the morning to focus on yourself and having a conversation with whatever is divine for you. For me, it's Jesus. I, talk, I read my Bible. Um, There's other books of other religions that I read. There's other philosophies that I read. I encompass all of it depending on where I am. And mentally, meditation is my thing. I practice transcendental meditation. I learned it several years ago, and I go in and out of it, but I practice meditation. And journaling has been a big game changer for me. It got to the point where my goddaughter was like, auntie, don't buy another journal. You have plenty, but... (laughs) That's a whole nother conversation, but I do believe in like automatic writing if there, there's a book called uh, by Julie Cameron called The Artist Way where she taught and I used to do it, I need to get back to it, but I did it for years where she would say get up first thing in the morning and write three pages. just anything. don't doesn't matter what it is, but it helps to get things out of your system because everything is energy, negative or positive, it's energy in your body. And if it's not supporting your greater good, you have to get it out if you're angry with somebody. It's like my little cousin Deja put on her Facebook page that a journal will have you come in. <laughs> no, what did she say? She said, journaling will help you keep your business off this blue app. <laughs> I said, yes, that needs to be a t-shirt. But journaling is a very important process of getting clear. I was reading one of my old journals that I bought years ago. And I, have, I never really write in it because I bought it when I was in South Africa. And it's so beautiful. I don't want the pages to end. I should have bought two. I did buy two, but I gave one as a gift. But I was reading through some of the old pages. And I was like, girl, woo, you've come a long way. <laughs> so journaling is a great way to archive your emotions, your feelings, where you were at the time. And it's also good to gauge, to know that you might feel like, oh my God, this is But then you read some of your old journeys, you're like, oh, okay, I have progressed. (laughs) I have progressed. So it's important to get clear about what self-care is for your well-being. And it's important to look at those pillars in your life, your emotional health, your physical health, your spiritual health, and your mental health. And take just take, a like I said, like an archaeologist and just take a look at everything. You don't have judgment-free. We all live them lives judgment-free. And from a place of empathy and compassion, you know, look at it like you're looking at somebody else's life, like you're looking at the life of a person that you admire. And there are ebbs and flows in life. There are mistakes that you've made there, but there are things that you've done that are great that should be celebrated now. So you just take a look at all of it and from a different perspective. And it's also a way to say, wow, I have accomplished a lot. And, I, and you might not be rich and you might not be famous, but in your life, you've done a lot. <laughs> so you also want to, when you're looking at yourself, you want to identify your personal needs. Like where are the places that you can strengthen your wings, as I say, because, you know, I'm a butterfly girl. Where are the places that you can strengthen your wings? Where are the places that you can let go of things? Where are the places that you can forgive things? And what do you need to add? to your life. If you have been maybe you're divorced and you haven't redone your bedroom so that it's sexy for you. Maybe it still looks like the bedroom that you had when you were married. Or maybe you want to get married and you don't have any cl- room in a closet for anybody else to come in. So creating spaces, redoing spaces, your physical spaces, you can do Marie Kondo, but I don't go full Marie Kondo cuz I threw out some stuff I wish I had now. <laughs> Like <laughs> it, love me it serve me, but I wish I had it now. But you can go in and change the pictures on your wall, change your environment, put art, go buy art, create art, maybe start an art class. I don't know, but really think about the areas in your life that need to be strengthened, need to be let go of and need to be forgiven. Forgiveness is a big part of self-care. And then look at your daily stressors pinpoint the areas that just drive you crazy. And when you become mindful of that, then ask yourself, okay, how can I shift this so it no longer bothers me? For instance, if you have road rage, let's just use that as an example, and you get on the road and you're rushing, you're trying to get where you're going, what's a way that you could have a more pleasant experience? What are you listening to on the radio? Have you eaten before you left? Could you leave maybe 10 minutes earlier so that you're not frustrated when you get on the road, that you have a more pleasant experience? Can you roll down the window so that you can just enjoy the air on your face? Tie that hair up with a scarf, girl. (laughs) You know, are there ways that you can find a solution for what's driving you crazy? So that's a big part of reflecting on your daily stressors. And really pinpointing areas where you can incorporate self care. One of them is driving. Maybe when you're driving, you instead of listening to the radio, you put on an audio book or a podcast like this one, where you can focus on something else besides the people on the road that are getting on your nerves. So those are things that you want to look at is identify your personal needs, where you can strengthen your wings, and where you can find solutions for moments that drive you crazy. Then you want to go into Practical self-care strategies. Like with everything, you want to make a plan. 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 You want to, if you're going to do a morning ritual, put it in your calendar so that you are reminded to do it and figure out what that is for you. You want to do some mindfulness exercises. You want to sit. A mindfulness exercise for me is just sitting and being still and observing where I am And then listening to the voices in my head that are coming up. Because one big stressor is what I call your gremlins in your head that are telling you all the things that are not true about yourself. And that's why meditation works so well for me, because I'm able to distinguish what's my voice, what's the divine voice, and then what's the gremlins in my head. So when I'm able to meditate and I do it on a regular basis... Things become clearer. I become calmer, which is very important for me. And I'm able to determine what really matters in the moment. The other thing that I do, because let me tell y'all, I used to be the pop-off queen. Like my mouth is so slick and I got it from my grandmother, but it is so slick. And there was a time where I was on 8.95 all the time. And if somebody said something to me, I had, and I have such a quick mouth that I would be hurting people's feelings all over the place. And that no longer worked for me. (laughs) And I also didn't take responsibility for healing myself. So I know it had a lot to do with trauma. I was easily triggered. And I learned later that my pop-off was because I was being triggered thank you millennials. I didn't know what that was before, but now I have a language for it. And so I had to say, okay, this is no longer working for me. What is the solution? No solution is perfect. You have to find your way there to what really works for you. So there's nothing somebody else can tell me. I can try it. If it doesn't work, I have to be flexible and move on. So one thing that worked for me that I figured out for myself was before I respond, I would take it like the kids say, take a beat, I would pause. And I would ask myself, will this matter in five years? And at first, it was like a constant thing. Will this matter in five years? Will this matter in five years? And often, more often than none, the answer was no. And so if it doesn't matter in five years, I don't have a response for it. Go live your life. Be well. (laughs) Live long and prosper. I stopped responding and when I stopped responding, I noticed that the anger wasn't there, the rage wasn't there, or at least I was channeling it in a different way. So I didn't not cussing people out when I'm driving anymore. I'm not aggravated when people say something out of pocket, and so I'm not responding to everything. And that was really a calming moment for me, but I had to be mindful that I was doing it. I had to recognize I was doing it, and then I had to figure out why. And I figured out my why in my self-discovery journey, which resulted in the workbook that I created called Self-Love. And I wanted to get to the core of the issues. And that's something my meditation teacher took me through a long time ago. And I believe I've talked about this before. But instead of her philosophy was, and mind you, she's like top-notch meditation teacher. She actually learned it in India from the Maharishi who brought Transcendental Meditation to the world. And she was one of his first teachers that opened up schools across the world. little black lady from Guadeloupe with a thick French accent. Love her to death. And she noticed I wasn't talking. I believe I've told you all this story before, but she noticed I wasn't talking when we had, we were, I would go to her temple, her home, which was her temple, for meditation on Sunday, group meditation. And then she would ask questions and I was not responding. I didn't realize I wasn't talking. I just wasn't talking. And so she asked me to stay after class. I did. And she took me through this exercise. So we didn't deal with the problems. She just asked me to, she took me through a process that took me to the first time I felt like I couldn't speak. And that is where she healed the problem. So you can tell she healed the problem or the problem was healed because I'm talking to you right now. (laughs) (laughs) there's no way I would have started a podcast 10 years ago. Absolutely no way. And like my aunt always tells me, you don't have any problem talking. I said, I don't now. (laughs) So when you get mindful of, uh, when you do your examination of your life in places that need to be healed, that need to be addressed, that need a solution, then you develop a practice to get you to the core of what's going on. And that could be journaling, that could be meditation, that could be going to therapy, that could be forgiveness work, that could be resolving a problem with somebody else. Maybe you've fallen out with somebody for something, whatever the reason was, and you're like, I need to resolve this so I can move on. So have those conversations. That's another part of self-care, having those conversations and not continuing to keep that inside. And it's important that you... Also, create a hobby for yourself, painting, drawing, something that takes your mind away from your everyday thoughts. You know, it could be upholstering furniture, it could be rearranging furniture, it could be whatever it is for you. Find a creative outlet because that is so important to have a creative outlet. Maybe you want to write a book, maybe you want to write poetry, I don't know, whatever it is for you, but you get to explore and figure out what that is. Maybe it's learning how to make that killer sweet potato pie so that when you go to Thanksgiving next year, you got the good pie. I don't know. (laughs) But whatever it is, work it out for you and be clear about your self-care strategies and put yourself on your calendar. Now, here's something that is super important. I've heard people say that self-care is selfish. Putting yourself first is selfish. Listen, get over that. It is not selfish. What is selfish is that you don't take care of God's child, meaning you. (laughs) What is selfish is that you put yourself last. That's what's selfish. So putting yourself first or at least to the front of the line. I know you have kids. I know you have responsibilities. I know you have obligations. But putting yourself on your calendar, that is self-full, not selfish. because. Say it again, if you're not strong and your wings aren't strong and the ship you're floating across is not strong, everything sinks. And we're such in a society right now that is so reactionary about everything. we got to get our Bruce Lee on. That, what was the movie we watched as kids? The Karate Kid. And it was Wax On, Wax Off. So that you focus on your. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and we were talking about focus and she's a therapist. But we weren't having a therapy session. We were having a girlfriend session. And we talked about, because there's two of my girlfriends who live in California. We talk about once a month. We get on Zoom and have extensive conversations. So we were talking about staying focused on your thing, honing on what your thing is and not being distracted by what else is going on in the world. Social media is a distraction. And it social media, you know, is causing all kinds of mental problems. Then you've got the news. All a distraction from your focus. So we get so caught up in all this stuff in the world. Now it's time to gatekeep ourselves. <laughs> if, and that's what self care does. It helps you to close in those spaces, close those windows, to and close those blinds and close those curtains and focus on yourself. Because here's the thing: the world is going to do what it's going to do, and there's nothing that you being angry, stressed, or worried is going to do to help the world. You can't help the world until you get quiet enough to find a true solution, right? Till you get quiet enough to find inspiration where you can actually do something besides being angry, worried, or upset, or stressed out about it. Close the blinds, close the windows, get focused on you, and then see what you can create. So saying all of that to say, don't feel guilty about it. Be proactive about your self-care and understand that it's not being selfish it's being self full being full of yourself is a great thing and it's important to practice your self care in a practical way don't go overboard talking about i'm going to go vegan tomorrow <laughs> listen to the podcast episode with doc with chef nina i was called i want to call her dr nina so bad but with chef nina learn about food and then listen to what she has to say don't say, I'm going to just drink water. You know, you want to look cocktail every once in a while. <laughs> it's okay. This is not about restricting. This is about opening yourself up to new possibilities for your life. This is about transforming your life in a powerful way. This is not about doing keto or doing or running a marathon, unless that's what you want to do. But this is about you taking the time to get to know yourself, recognize what your stressors are, and to find a solution. That's what self-care is. So as we conclude this conversation, I want to remind you to be kind to yourself, to be consistent with yourself, and to be flexible. Because as I said, you have to find what works for you. There's a whole lot of people out here telling you, do this, do that, do the other. But what works for you, is what you hear for yourself. Hear, H-E-A-R, for yourself. When it comes to taking care of your body from your perspective and making your life better. You are an individual who live with other groups of individuals. You can try this or try that. Just like we try makeup. You try this lipstick, I don't like it. Move on to the next lipstick. Then you find that one that you go, when it's done, you dig out that last bit that's stuck inside the tube. That's when you know you found your thing, when you're like, I'm going to dig in deeper into this. I'm going to study it and I'm going to apply it. Whatever your thing is, I know it works for me and you get time to discover what works for you. Now, I wanted to thank you for listening. And if you go back and listen to it again and share it with your friends. But I think this is a really important conversation because we as black women are living these secret lives where the outside thinks we're winning but when we get home we're crying we get home we're depressed I'm guilty of it too I have post-traumatic stress disorder so it's important that I stay calm there's so much going on in the world but I have to apply self-care for myself because it's easy for me to one get activated and two to get triggered and my trigger is not good It's like my whole body lights up and it's a physical reaction in my body. And sometimes it takes a couple of days for my nervous system to calm back down. So I don't watch the news. Occasionally I'll watch nonsense on TV, but for the most part, I'm watching a documentary, I'm watching a movie, a comedy, anything that keeps me in a positive, good mood. And I have stressors. I'm starting a business, I'm starting a new life, and sometimes it gets really hard. But in order for me to stay out of a dark place, I have a toolkit that I created that I'm titling self-love. And you all have to do that for yourselves, whatever that is. And if it takes you getting professional help, find you a black girl therapist and get some professional help. If you are outside of professional help, if you're in therapy and it's not working, find somebody else. If you need life coaching, find somebody to do that. If you need somebody to help you recalibrate your life, reach out, call me, text me, email me. We'll figure it out. But here's the thing. Do you. Close the curtains. Get off social media. Take a break. And do you. Now I wanted to give you five books that I think will be helpful. You know, you can find your own books. Whatever works for you. Here's the other thing I want to say. Be mindful of the television that you watch. Be mindful of the music that you listen to. If it is music that resonates on your the lowerness of you as a person, it's low, <laughs> I don't want to say low vibrational. I don't want to say that because that coach who was talking about a plate, but if it's music that is negative, violent, over-sexualized, turn it off because those, we're constantly triggering ourselves. When you're vile language, you know, if you're watching the ID channel all day, think about what you're watching all day. It's not just that moment. It actually has energy that gets inside of your body. So you might be watching the ID channel before you go to bed and you wake up and you cuss your husband out or you have road rage. That energy passes through you into something else. So if you go to bed listening to a meditation, if you go to bed listening to classical music, if you go to bed listening to a comedy, Eddie Murphy, if I'm in a real bad mood, I put on an Eddie Murphy movie and just laugh my butt off. To raise my vibration. So I say all this to say, here's a couple of suggestive books that can help you on your journey, and it covers a multiple of topics. One is The Four Agreements. It's an old book. It's been around for a long time, but it's a powerful book. It's simple. But the one thing that I love about it, it says, don't take, the one of the four agreements is don't take things personally. And that's huge. (laughs) The other one is, I know a lot of people are going through things. People are losing people. There's a book called that helped me out a lot. It's called On Grief and Grieving, Finding the Meaning of Grief Through the Five Stages of Love by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and David Kelsler. And it's a really simple read. The forward is done by Maria Shriver. It's a really good book on grieving. And people always think grieving has to do with death, but grieving can also be losing your job or... Divorce. There's a grieving process that goes with a lot of different things, so it's just a great book to have. You can get it on iBooks or your Kindle or whatever, and just have it available. And there's another one called Nothing Is Meant Missing by my mentor Nicole Walters. She wrote a memoir about her life, and it talks about being an immigrant child and how she has grown to be a multimillionaire. But it's not just about the money, but it's just about how she transformed her life. And it, we're all about transformation here. And the other one is. Of course, Self Love, the workbook. I have two iterations of it. You can get one, you can get on Amazon and the other one you can get, it'll be in the show notes. There's a downloadable version of it with a guided audio that you can get and it's called Self Love. And then the other one is We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. If you are thinking about starting your own business, if you're thinking about If you have a business and you want to know how to get it to working, if you want to know systems and all of those things, because as Black women, we get paid less than everybody else, and so everybody's getting a side hustle, this is a great way to start the conversation and start thinking differently about how business works. So I will have all of this information in the show notes, and will also be on the blackwomenamplified.com page. We have our own page. There's a blog there, and there's... All kinds of goodies over there. And then don't forget to join the newsletter at blackwomanamplified.com newsletter so that you can get the Flourish 2024 journal. And that will help you focus on everything that we have talked about today. It's my gift to you. It's to celebrate self-love month. <laughs> it's a self-Valentine's Day month not just about lovers. It's also about loving yourself. So anyway, I've gone longer than I anticipated and I want to give you time to get the books, go to the show notes, download the journal and sign up for the newsletter and do all of the things. And make sure you go check out all the episodes of this season and really take self-care on as a new way of life. Sending you all light and love and prosperity. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Black Women Amplified. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and log on to blackwomenamplified.com for more information. Keep shining.